This is The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik. At the starting line of any marathon, there is one thought that is going through each and every runner's head. Can I really do this? Everyone has doubts and race nerves, even the most confident racer. For some, it's a whisper, and for others, it's a heart-pounding chatter of anxiety. Am I ready? Have I done enough? We all want to know if we're really ready well before race day, and not just ready. We want to know if the finishing goal that we've been dreaming about is realistic or just an overly optimistic shot in the dark. I mean, we all dream of running faster or farther than we ever have before, but we can't truly know what we're capable of until we do it. Or can we? Welcome to The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and my mission is to help you improve your running, your mindset, and your life with science-backed training and plant-based nutrition. On today's show, I'll reveal the seven clear signs that say you're finally ready to crush your marathon goals. You'll learn how to take a realistic look at your training, how to decode some of your most important workouts, and we'll see if your strategy is strong enough to reach your dream goal. This is exactly what you'll need to know if you're a first-time marathoner or if you're running your 100th. And I'm also talking to those of you out there who keep trying and trying and just missing that elusive A goal time. Have you finally done enough this time? Get ready to find out. And at the end of the episode, right after the Mental Strength Minute, I'll announce this month's winner of our Apple Podcast Review Contest. Each month, one lucky winner receives a signed copy of my book, The Planted Runner, Running Your Best with Plant-Based Nutrition. To enter, simply write an Apple Podcast review of the show, and next month's winner could be you. Before I get into the conversation, I wanted to ask you if you have a plan to keep your running and fitness on track this fall. You know, after the big race is over and the shorter days and colder temperatures set in. And of course, during all the holiday drama. Instead of relying on motivation or going at it alone, come join an amazing group of runners just like you on my PR team. It's a virtual running team and so much more. You'll get a truly custom plan for all your running, strength, mobility, mental strength workouts, and more, all based on your fitness, goals, and lifestyle. You'll get all your questions answered by me and our super supportive team in a private online running community. And the coolest part is that you get access to my exclusive weekly private podcast just for the team. I answer questions on the show, give training advice specific to you and the rest of the team, and you can even stay anonymous if that's more your style. It's really the sweet spot between just getting a DIY plan and full-on private coaching, even though you'll get lots of individual attention if you want it, all for as low as $75 a month. It is the perfect way to stick to your goals for the rest of the year and beyond. Not to mention, it's a ton of fun. Team spots are limited, so sign up today at theplantedrunner.com slash group. That's theplantedrunner.com slash group. 
Most first-time marathoners are just happy to be able to finish a marathon. But once you have that first one behind you, almost everyone wants to know if it can be done faster. A quick answer to that question is, no one knows. (laughs) You can be the most highly trained elite marathoner in the world, and if you get a terrible day, you might not make it to the finish line. That's just the harsh reality and sometimes heartbreak of the marathon. You train for months on end, and it ends up being a crapshoot on just one single day. But let's assume that weather is not a major factor, and that is a big if. How do you know that you've done enough to prepare yourself for what you think you can accomplish? For anything but your very first marathon where you're simply trying to finish, Goal marathon pace should feel a step harder than easy. The more experienced you are at the marathon, the more you can push that effort level. If you've had a good buildup, the goal pace should be something that felt pretty hard the first few weeks, more manageable in the middle, and good, but still a little scary, toward the end of your cycle. But there's more to it than that. There are actually seven major signs that you are ready to race the marathon. Number one is consistency matters more than perfection. The first thing to do is look back at your training log. How consistent were you with your mileage and fitting in your runs? Consistency is hands down, without a question, the single most important aspect of good training. Running stable mileage without big gaps in training or big swings in mileage is key to being well-prepared. Your runs don't all have to be Instagram-worthy, but just showing up day after day is what matters most. If you were grading your runs like you were in school, I'd like to see the vast majority of them in the B range. If you're always turning in A-plus performances, your training is either far too easy for your fitness or, and this happens far more often than you might think, You are working way too hard and you're risking injury or leaving your best work in training. When training for a marathon, good enough is really good enough. Number two is solid long runs. The second thing that I look at as a coach is your long runs. Did you get all or most of them in? Did the majority of them go well? Or were you strapped to the struggle bus the whole time? Simply running long at a slow pace does tremendous things for your aerobic system, but adding the extra challenge of some speed to a long run can really test your legs for the big day. Fast finish long runs are great at signaling how you might hold up in the marathon, especially if you paired the run with a moderately paced steady run the day before and you still survived. Teaching yourself to keep running hard when tired is exactly the skill that you will need on race day. So if you have a time goal in mind, you definitely should be practicing this. If you've had a few terrible long runs, guess what? So have most of us. One or two bad runs are a small part of the bigger picture, so they are unlikely to do anything to change your fitness. And the best thing about a bad run is that it's still a run and it is still making you a better runner. Number three is prioritizing recovery.
The next thing I want to know is how well you are recovering from those hard days and those long, hard runs. Are you able to run easy the next day with minimal to no soreness in the last few weeks before the race? Or do you have to take extra recovery time to get to feeling like yourself again? At the beginning of your training cycle, it's very normal to have leg soreness after hard workouts, but the goal is to build strong legs that can handle what the marathon has to throw at you. A well-designed training plan will build tough, durable legs that can go the distance without being completely trashed the next day. That's because soreness is not always a good indicator of a good workout. Soreness happens when you go beyond what you're used to, but a lack of soreness doesn't mean that you're not building and growing. Often, a lack of soreness shows healthy adaptation, which means you are absorbing the training well. Consistency, long runs, and recovery are all critical elements to your ability to run the marathon at your best. There are four more signs that will help you figure out if you're ready for your dream goal, and I'll go over those right after this. When you're a busy runner, it's not easy to get in all the running and training you need. On top of that, planning and preparing all the nutritious meals and snacks required to fuel you as an athlete can become an extra burden. So make it simpler on yourself and just make a shake after your workouts with the highest quality plant-based protein powder you can buy, Nurify by Prevenix. But don't just take my word for it. I recommend Nurify to all my athletes and here's what Julietta had to say about it. It's been a month since I bought Nurify and I'm super satisfied. This protein powder is my way to go after every run, especially those days when I cannot have breakfast immediately after my workout. I use Nurify. No GI issues and it keeps me full until my breakfast. Highly recommended. So if you are ready to finally and deliciously hit your protein numbers, head to Prevenex.com and use my code PR15 for 15% off your entire order. That's Prevenex.com, code PR15. There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition, AKA their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. Hear Her Sports is a podcast for everyone who loves stories by and about women striving to improve and make a difference in their lives. I am your host, Elizabeth Emery, a former professional cyclist. In every episode, I introduce a female athlete or woman in the business of sport through a thoughtful conversation about who they are and the terrific work they're doing. My guests and I explore the glorious and frustrating issues in sports, history, equity, training, nutrition, and so much more. Join us for inspiration, for community, and for love of being a strong athletic woman.
If you've been consistent, gotten most of your long runs, done well, and have made sure that you are recovering right, you're almost halfway there to nailing that goal marathon time. There are four more ways to tell if you're ready. Number four is goal pace starts to feel pretty good. Number four might be a little obvious. It's how does goal pace feel? At the beginning of the cycle, a few miles at race pace typically feels on the harder side, but as you get closer to the race, goal pace should start feeling pretty good. It's certainly still significantly harder than easy pace, but it should not be a struggle to maintain it for several miles. After all, you're gonna be running at that pace for hours. If you're sucking wind after 30 minutes and it's three weeks before your race, it's highly likely that your goal is far too aggressive. Now, there is one caveat to this. If you're training in harder conditions than you predict your race is gonna be, race pace is gonna feel much harder at home. For example, I coached an athlete named Katie who lives and trains in hot, sweaty Florida, but her race was in cool, dry North Dakota. So when she's running marathon pace, her effort level is much higher than it should be on race day. Well, at least at the beginning. This also means that the opposite is true. If you're cruising along down your cool and perfect home roads and your marathon is predicted to be any of the four H's, hot, hilly, humid, or at a higher elevation, what is easy for you at home is not going to feel easy on race day. So adjust your expectations accordingly. Number five is fueling and hydration. The next factor in the equation is fueling and hydration. Have you found what works for you and practiced it until it's second nature? Nearly all of your long runs and many of your later stage fast workouts should be done fully fueled, practicing your race day nutrition, including what you will eat the night before the race. Nutrition is what makes marathons more than twice as hard as half marathons. If you skimp on this section and don't have a well-practiced plan for the race, you could be in big trouble. I've done episodes on fueling and hydration, so be sure to check those out if you have more questions on the details. I also have a free download called The Ultimate Fueling Guide for Runners, which you can get at theplantedrunner.com slash join. It's a cheat sheet for how to fuel any kind of run. Up next is number six, healthy at the starting line. As a coach, I also want to determine how healthy you are. Are there any lingering injuries that you've been pushing through that haven't properly healed? Have you been truly honest with me and with yourself about how severe an injury is? Athletes are strong, stubborn people, and we don't want anything, especially a little injury, to get in the way of our running. But if you've neglected to take care of a tweak, a niggle, or an ouch with proper recovery, then pushing harder than you've ever gone before on race day is a huge risk that might not be worth the potential reward. 
I know that you've been working hard and for so long for this one day to arrive. But if you are injured before you start, you are risking couching your running for a very long time. This is really important. So I'm going to say it again. Please don't line up to start a marathon or any long distance race with an active injury. It's just not worth it. Finally, we have number seven, mental strength. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you know how much I emphasize mental strength for runners. This is why I created the Mental Strength Minute to dedicate at least part of every single episode to this crucial pillar of performance. So how well have you trained your brain? If you want to reach your potential in the marathon or really at anything hard, you have got to dig down into a part of yourself that is a little dark and a little uncomfortable. Running hard for hours on end is hard. And if you don't want it bad enough, all the safety features that your brain has at its disposal to keep you from dying will come out in full force. This is why you run hard on speed days. It's not only to build your physical strength, but also to see if you've got what it takes to push past the point where reasonable people slow down or stop. Now to do that on race day takes discipline that is 100% mental and which can be trained. Your brain has to override the feelings of excitement and adrenaline at the beginning of the race to keep your pace under control. You've got to learn to stay calm when you see a split that you don't like on your watch. And you've got to remember that the first 20 miles is just a warm up for the real 10K race. You've got to let go of fears of failure and follow your plan. You've got to prepare yourself ahead of time that the last 5 to 10K of the race will be very, very, very hard if you're doing it right. But you'll keep running anyway. So if all seven signs are resonating with you, then congratulations, you probably have a realistic goal in mind and you're ready to race. If none or only a few of the points I've mentioned are true, then it's time to take a step back and rethink your goals. After all, would you rather cross the finish line with a smile on your face knowing you ran the best race you could, or would you rather skeleton walk the last 10 miles in pure agony because you overshot your goal? Making a realistic plan for your race is essential to finishing the marathon with a performance you can be proud of. Of course, even if you're perfectly prepared in the best shape of your life, anything can happen on race day that will be completely out of your control. You'll have to roll with the unexpected, with a calm mind, and adjust as you go. And remember, there's really no such thing as a good race or a bad race because they both make you a better racer. Most people actually say they learn more from a bad race, but of course, no one wants them to happen. If you've been consistent with solid long runs, good recovery, goal pace feels good, fueling and hydration are dialed, you're healthy and mentally strong, you are as prepared as you can be. Now, as long as you don't overdo things during your taper, there's nothing that can stop you from running your best race. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. Today's topic is admire the view. As goal-oriented runners, we are good at pushing forward. We work hard, run races, and reach new personal bests. 
We also have down days and disappointments. On those days, it can be tempting to beat ourselves up for not being good enough and feel overwhelmed at how much more we need to do to reach our goals. What can help is taking a moment to stop and look back on how much you've done to get to this point. Most of us have climbed big mountains in our running journeys, both literally and figuratively. Stop and admire the view from where you are right now. Hopefully you still have a long way to go, but wow, look at how far you've come. This month's winner of our Apple Podcast Review Contest is Mama Chan 11. Five stars. Here's the review. Five stars. Refreshing approach to plant-based running and life. Thank you, Claire, for an amazing podcast. I'm transitioning to a more healthy plant-based nutrition plan for both my running as well as my life. Your motivational podcasts and inspirational stories have really galvanized me to start a new journey. Thank you for providing honest and real feedback and experiences and for the Mental Strength Minute. I love how one minute a day can change my outlook on the rest of my 24-hour day. Please continue to do what you do. You change more lives than you know. Thank you so much, Mama Chan 11. Your mission is to email me with your U.S. mailing address to claire at theplantedrunner.com and your copy will be on its way. Thank you for listening to The Planted Runner, part of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. Don't forget that you can win a copy of my book for leaving an Apple Podcast review, so be sure to write yours right after your run today. Reviews are the number one way to boost this show's reach, and it's a great way to tell me what you'd like to hear next, because I read every single one. Have a great run today. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network.